Hello and welcome to the Heavy Pages podcast, a safe space for women struggling with an unexpected and unwanted separation or divorce. I'm Josie, your host, and I too have been where you are. It was a crushing time in my life, and to help me cope, I kept a journal. Today, I'm cracking that journal open to share with you those raw, emotional, and sometimes pretty embarrassing chronicles, and also to take a deep dive, sharing my current perspective on them, now that I'm on the lighter side. My mission is to give you support, validation, and encouragement during these difficult times, and to offer you tips, tools, and build up your strength so that you can push through the heavy pages of your own life. everybody and welcome back. I thank you all for tagging along on this journey with me of self-reflection and of healing. Thank you all who have listened all the way up to this point, who are all caught up. And if you are starting to listen today, then I encourage you to go back and listen to the rest of the episodes to kind of catch up and see what has been going on up until this point. So with that out of the way, let's get to it. This is going to be for Tuesday. March 23rd. So things are not starting good this morning. I'm sad. My belly is upset again. And I cried. I would have cried more, but I do not want my boy to see me. What has changed? Well, just that guy again dashed some of my hope. I know that when he gave me that bit of hope the other day, my sadness and stress just almost disappeared. Why? Well, because that is what I'm living for these days. And when he gave me some, it just lifted me up. But that's just the problem, because with a few words, he can lift me up or drop me like a hot potato. Why am I letting him have such power over me? I need to take control of my life and stop living for him and his small gestures. This man married me and then has decided that he does not love me anymore or is not sure. He has told me I suck and that what I am doing now is too little too late, and that he then says yes to my question of there being a slim chance that we may get back together, and I'm flying high? I'm doing this to myself. He can do things to me, but this I am doing to myself. Okay, I love him. Okay, I want it. But it seems not to be meant to be. I do not want to chat online with anyone for fear of messing things up with a man that has all but left me. What the hell am I holding on to? Why am I doing this? Because I do not want it to be over. But if I really look at all that has happened, it pretty much spells over. So what am I doing? I am prolonging my suffering. I'm going to be sad. I know that it is going to hurt, but I'm doing a lot of hurting. And I'm putting Guy in positions where he may lie to make me feel better. I need to stop doing that. But how? Well, talk only to him about our son and money. Those are the only subjects I can talk to him about. Everything else is not needed or wanted. I know I have said this before, but I need to forget about him. I need to not hope. If it's meant to be, then it will be. And if it's not, then I will not die. I will hurt, but I will not die. Life will go on and I will be happy again. I know that. Okay, I do not know that, but I need to know that. With God's help, I will find someone real and lasting, and my son and I will be happy and loved and safe. The end. 
Okay. Well, I don't know. Am I starting to sound like a broken record to you guys? <laughs> I feel like some of these journal entries are starting to sound repetitive. And I don't know if it translates to being boring for you guys or if it just shows the reality of going through a separation and divorce. I mean, it's a lot of the same thing, a lot of the same problem, a lot of the same, I don't want to say stress, but drama. It's not even really drama. It's just a lot of pain and confusion, but it's the same pain and confusion. Is this happening? Is it not happening? Are we together? Are we broken up? Are we going to try and fix it? Are we not going to try and fix it? What else really is there to focus on when you're going through a separation and divorce if you don't want it? I mean, I'm not going to, I have no idea what he was going through, what his struggles were, but clearly they weren't about getting back together and how to get back together because he didn't want to get back together and he had the ability to make that happen by just saying, yes, let's get back together. So that wasn't his struggle. My struggle was exactly what I was saying. I kept hoping my, my, you know what? I remember there being a quote that said, that hope was, hope is sometimes a terrible thing because hope keeps you hooked. Hope keeps you hanging on. Hope keeps you, like I said, they're hurting yourself because you keep that hope alive. And the hope isn't a positive thing. It's a negative thing because it's not letting you move forward. So the hope Every time he would say a little something and I would just glam onto it and I would hold on to it. And then when he would change his mind, I would be devastated again. And I'm proud that I was saying that I recognize that I'm doing it to myself. I'm the one that is letting this happen. He's saying the words, but I'm listening to them. I don't know. I'm... I'm putting myself in a position to continue to get hurt. I'm putting myself in a position to make him say things either negative or lies. So to save my feelings or not save my feelings. So I, I saw that. I recognize that. And it just, as many of you know, it's so not easy when you're in it to just stop talking to them or to cut communication, no matter how much you want to try, no matter how much you know that you need to, it's hard to do. It really is a hard thing to do. So crying. Yep. I was doing some crying. That is pretty much what I did a lot of. You don't see me mentioning it too much in these journal entries, but I remember doing a whole bunch of crying. But I do also remember that when I was writing, when I would be in my journal, I would start crying. But by the end, I had boosted myself up again. I would feel strong at the end because I would say things that were, you know, uplifting and, and I would give myself some determination and those things would help me. So that is a, a good thing that I would prop myself back up, that writing propped me back up and got me through to the next day or the next few hours sometimes, but it would work. And uh, I'm happy about that. So what else? I, I noticed, yes, that positive words from him would make me feel better and let me not stress. And then the doubt 
or reality would creep back in. And then I would have to be like, okay, I need more reassurance from him. But then the reassurance wouldn't come. And then there I would go tail spinning again. And nobody wants to live like that. That's not a fun way to live. Okay, so I do see that I mentioned my first con comment about talking to people online, which I really didn't need to be talking to anybody online at that point. There's no need. That's not helpful, really, at all to be trying to talk or meet anybody else. But I also know that that is another one of those defense mechanism things where it's like, okay, this guy doesn't want me. I need somebody to tell me I'm pretty or to tell me I'm cute or to show me some sort of affection so that I, I feel value. I feel worth, like I'm worth something, which we hopefully, or I learned, and I hope that anybody out there listening learns that the best way to get value and to feel all those things is to give it to yourself. Another person, some stranger guy who just wants to get in your pants or whatever will say whatever they want to say to you, but they don't even know you, you know, and sure might make you feel like, look, somebody else wants me, but you know who needs to want you is you, you know, who needs to value you? It's you, you need to say, I am the shit and I don't need some guy, any random guy, some guy I've never seen before to say, Oh, you're so pretty. No, mm -mm. I know my value. I am going to give myself my value. Nobody else is going to give that for me. So that also takes a while. But once you're there, man, it's, it's amazing. It's really great to know your worth, to not have to, not have to get that externally from anybody. Of course, it's nice when people say, oh, hey, you know, you're cute and all that stuff. And you're like, great. Absolutely. Thank you. And you know it's true. <laughs> and that's okay to be, I don't want to say conceited, but it's okay to not be like, oh, how sweet. If he says that it must be true. No, you know what? I know it's true and good that he recognizes it. But pretty or, you know, sexy or whatever, you know, that's a part of me, but that's not all of me. He doesn't know me. He just sees me. So... Once he gets to know me, how does he feel about me being a little bit bossy or being a joker, uh, you know, or liking to sleep until 10 or, you know, there's so many more things about you than just what you look like. And if you're cute and there's things about you that could use some improvement, but there's things about you that you are proud that you that's part of you and you're happy with that. And if other people don't like that, then you have, there's things that you, you should be willing to compromise in a relationship. That's anybody. But there's things about you that, is, that are uniquely you and someone either likes you for them or moves on. You can't be everything to everybody and neither should you be. And they should not be to you either. So there's got to be something about somebody else that you can deal with is there's deal breakers always, obviously there's going to be deal breakers, but there are also, um, things that, you know what, uh, that's not the end of the world. That's you. That's why I like you because you're silly because you make dumb jokes. So I'm not going to be bothered that we're hanging out with other people and you make a dumb joke because that's who you are. And that's why I like you. So 
I don't even know where this came out of left field, but we're talking about be yourself, love yourself, value yourself, and jumping into trying to talk to somebody else while you're going through a separation to get your ego boosted is probably not the best way to do it. Okay, guys, so that is, I guess, all I can say about this journal entry. If you have something that you would like to share about the journal entry or your opinions on it, or if you have a question for me, please feel free to reach out to me at www.heavypagespodcast.com. You can send me a note. Uh, I will be happy to read all the notes that I get, and I can reply and also do a podcast that covers some questions that I might get from people that feel like, hey, could you expand more on that? And I'm happy to do that. I am an open book. And with that, we'll be wrapping up this week's episode. As always, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to listen to my podcast. I know you have many other options to choose from. If you would like to join a community of women to discuss further details of the episodes and to reach out to me, you can find a link to our Facebook group in the show notes. If you just want to drop me a quick note, you can do so at www.heavypagespodcast.com. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast and haven't done so yet, I would appreciate if you would rate subscribe, and maybe share with others. And please remember that sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. I'll see you next week.